Bikini. My name is Marie White, and joining me today is my co-host, Nicholas Banton. How are you, Nicholas? I'm doing great, Marie. It's good to be back once again. How are you feeling? Feeling good, ready to uh, close out the year on a strong note. Today is Wednesday, November 30th, the last day of November. Welcome December. Scary. I know. Where does the time go? Especially post-pandemic. Today is one of my favorite episodes because I came up with it and it is BDE. And so Marie, tell us about the part of Bows and Wednesday. Please explain what BDE stands for for our curious viewers and listeners. BDE stands for Big Dick Energy. And if you're sitting at your computer like, wow, that's vulgar, you should probably just leave now. There's nothing here for you. So we'll give you a minute. <laughs> Doing two things. Tonight we are talking about Big Dick Energy, what we're going to focus on, who we both can agree is the king of BDE, Peter Michael Davidson. Agreed, 100%. Uh, he wears the... Uh he wears the crown. <laughs> Peter Michael Davidson was born in New York, Staten Island, borough on November 16th, 1993. He's a baby. I celebrated a birthday not so long ago. He is the son of Amy and Scott Matthew Davidson. His father was a New York fighter firefighter for Ladder 118, who died in service during the September 11th attacks along with the rest of his unit. He was last seen running up the stairs of the Marriott World Trade Center just before the building was destroyed when the Twin Towers collapsed. So sad. Yeah, a very tragic, very tragic situation. His Requiem Mass was held at St. Clair's Catholic Church in Great Kill, Staten Island, and Peter Davidson, then age seven, was profoundly affected by the loss, and that's very understandable. And I no, think I, his father's death is giving him the empathy that he works with the ladies. He's got something that he's using to work with those ladies. <laughs> you don't think it's empathy, do you? <laughs> I suppose that's what the kids call it. He told the New York Times that it was overwhelming the loss of his father, and on October 2016, he revealed in the Breakfast Club morning radio show that he struggled with suicidal thoughts when he was younger and that the music of Kid Cudi saved his life. Any surprises so far? None so far. I mean, tragic, but not surprising. After one semester, Pete Davidson decided to pursue one semester in college. He decided to pursue a career in comedy full-time. He first tried stand-up comedy at age 16 in a Staten Island bowling alley where a group of friends knowing of his comedy aspirations dared him to take the stage. Davidson well, joined the... Sorry. No, I was just going to say this. You know, um, he is funny. I will give him that. But I... I don't think it's his comedy that's made him a star. What is it? It's Go on. Go on. Go on. <laughs> Davidson joined the 
recast of Saturday Night Live with the show's 40th season premiere, which debuted on September 27, 2014. At age 20, he was the first SNL cast member to be born in the 1990s and one of the youngest cast members ever. The first new addition to the cast that season, Davidson was given a chance to audition for the show through regular at the time Bill Hader, who he had met while filming a small part in the 2015 Judd Apatow feature film comedy Trainwreck. That's all I got. All right, now let's get into the more important juicy details. So why do you think, first of all, what is your impression of BDE before you had looked it up and became familiar with it? I mean, I think it's... It's a kind of term that while the specific words may have changed over the years, you know, I think we can all think back to men specifically who you look at them and you just scratch your head and go, how did he wind up with her? For me, I think we differ on the BDE. I think BDE is an energy, not an anatomical. Oh, no, no. I understand that. I I agree. I totally agree with you. I I don't think it's necessarily has anything to do with the phallus. I, I do agree with you in that regard that it has more to do with an attitude, a suaveness, if you will. Um, so, you know, with that in mind, how would you answer that question? Quiet confidence and ease with oneself that comes from knowing you have an enormous penis and you know what to do with it. That is what the New York Magazine, Cut Magazine, describes as BDE. I, as a woman, can tell when a man does not have BDE anatomically. They're usually the biggest and loudest mouth in the room. I would agree with that. I would definitely agree with that. They're the ones that are trying a little bit harder than everyone else. Because they're making up for something. Perhaps, but I will go back to what you said before. I don't necessarily think there's necessarily a one-to-one like anatomical link. I think there are just some men who are just very comfortable with who they are. And, And I think that's the first step whether or not you have a big old schlong that's just like the cherry on top but it's not necessarily a one-to-one relationship i i don't think i think it starts out with ease of self a comfort with oneself and i think you know one of the things that i i you know talk about pete in pete davidson in this instance is that oftentimes tragedy breeds comedy some of the funniest people that you can ever think of were raised under really difficult circumstances or experienced you know some very traumatic moments in their lives and and i think individuals that can emerge from intense pain and laugh about it are some of the most interesting people in the world and i think that's part of the start is that they actually have humor they have a personality they know how to tell a story they know how to connect with people the ideal of BDE exploded in June of 2018, courtesy of a couple different factors. While exact origins remain unclear, the first rumorings of BDE appear to have happened on June 8th in reference to the late Anthony Bourdain. Oh, I can see that. And I don't necessarily think of, maybe it's just my bias, I don't necessarily think of Anthony Bourdain as the most charming guy in terms of like the warm and cuddly 
sense. He's interesting, he's well-traveled, he's worldly, but similarly, Anthony Bourdain had a severe drug habit. Um, he, it, it's, I think when you look at people with the best personalities and men that are the most charming, you will often find a tortured past. And would you agree with Anthony Bourdain in that respect? Yes, but I think where I'm different is, do you have to be a man to have BBE? No, no, but I think because there is still a chauvinism in our society, you know, we still regard it as a one-to-one. -one. I think we talked about this before, like uh, the model, um, Cara Delvine has BDE, you right? You know I think has BDE is Queen Latifah. It's funny, I never really thought of her like that because I don't know her dating history. The reason I brought up Cara Delvine is that she is one of those people that if you leave your boyfriend or your girlfriend in a room with her and you go to the bathroom, you're in trouble. She does have BDE, but now she's bordering into too crazy, but that's another conversation conversation for another podcast. I'm not saying it's necessarily a path to emotional well-being, but you know, for <laughs> when you're young and you're hot and sexy and you've got it, uh, you know, watch out world. But I, I agree with you. I don't, Sorry. I don't, I don't, I was going to say though, I don't think it's necess necessarily a, um, a uniquely male phenomenon. And I will tell you who I think might actually be the king of BDE uh, further on in the conversation. I can't wait. Not? It's not cockiness. It's not a power trip. It's the opposite. A healthy, satisfied, low-key way you feel about yourself. You may call this, oh, he, she, fucks fine, but that is different. You can fuck, but not have BDE. Yeah, there is you can a be a Yep, agreed. Yeah. yeah, you have players. Absolutely. You have players. You have smooth guys. You know, the term from the 90s. Um, but I think BDE is something a little bit different. The smooth guy, you know, dresses nicely. You know, he's got a good game. But like the true BDE is guy wearing sweats, busted shoes, and doesn't seem to care. There's there's an absolute difference. As a child of the 90s, I would have to agree. I would have to say that while there may be overlapping qualities, a player and a BDE person are very different. 100% agree. Now they gave a list and I think all of these people, I disagree with this list, but I'm gonna go over because I think these men naturally have it. Jay Tapper, Justin Agreed. Trudeau, this made Agreed. me laugh, young Bernie Sanders. <laughs> I would agree with that. I would agree with that. And I think the more unconventional they look, the more impressive it is. Well, that's like Justin Trudeau to me is a gorgeous man. Bernie Sanders, I'll agree with John Hamm. He's handsome, so he can't. Can you be handsome and have BDE? I don't think so. You can, but I don't find it as impressive. That's, I think you can. I think you absolutely can. I, I wouldn't want to eliminate the pretty boys from the category. But to me, that's not impressive. If John Hamm walks into a room and women start swooning, that is just not impressive. Bernie Sanders walks into a room and he leaves with, you know, a Victoria's Secret model. You're like, damn. So I think there needs to be, um, there needs to be a quality where, you know, you can't be just ridiculously wealthy or exceptionally handsome. Like Brad Pitt may or may not, in fact, possess BDE, but I don't really care about a Brad Pitt. You know, I think a, a, a Bernie Sanders walks into a room and, you know, just captivates men and women for that matter. That is way more impressive. And I think that's the thing about Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson's, he's not, ugly but like Pete Davidson is not exactly my definition of like wow that's a really handsome guy taking nothing away from him Adam Driver is on the list John F. 
Kennedy, Barack Obama yeah, no, from I, the office? I wouldn't put Barack Obama in there for the same reason. Barack Obama is incredibly intelligent, incredibly charming, and he's actually a good looking guy. So I, you know, you, you might as well just put in like popular guys. I, I really think it's a niche quality. Um, wow. I, I was John Malkovich. I agree. He is the king of BDE. Not the king king in in my mind, but definitely on that list. Like a John Malkovich, like that's what, that's the thing. It's, It's the type of thing where a woman looks at him and goes, ew, and Five minutes later, um, she can't stop thinking about him. John Malkovich, I, 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 still, he's not the king in my mind, but like, it has to be someone like that. Like John Hamm, Barack Obama, those are, I'm sure they do possess it. I do, like I said, there's an overlap, but their BDE is not impressive to me. Jeff Goldblum, in parentheses, a case study of BDE. I would agree with, and he, he is one guy that I think I might let slide. Cause I mean, Jeff Goldblum is a handsome guy but because he's so freaking weird with his hand gestures and that weird cadence with which he speaks like i i'm going to let i'm going to let him in i'm going to let jeff goblin him in bill murray yeah yeah although i don't think he's packing the equipment but he definitely has the energy he definitely has oh, the I energy. Oh, I think he's like, packing the equipment. How about Christopher Walken? Oh, God, yes. But you know what, though? It's a weird... Christopher Walken is a weird situation. Young Christopher Walken was a beautiful man. I don't know if you remember if you remember him from, like, the 1980s, 70s, and 80s. Like, pictures of... Who are you talking to? I'm, uh, I mean, listen, there, there's kids in the audience. Um, certainly now, you know, I you, he definitely has got the... He looks like a creepy old man, but he's... I've Yes, I would include Christopher Walken into that list. Bill Murray, I think, excellent, excellent suggestions. Yeah, if you're John Ham or um, Barack Obama. Sorry, you're, you're you're you belong in a different category. Okay, so now we agree with John Malkovich, uh, Christopher Walken, Bill Murray, Bill Murray, and we're talking old school because I don't know our big point of reference with really really young people. How about Dustin Hoffman? I would put him in there. I would definitely put Gene him in Hackman. There. No, because I, you know, in my mind, Gene Hackman is more a little is a bit more conventional. Yeah, right. He's not crazy. I'm trying to Gene think Hackman. of any. Like older older actor? I'm sorry. Are you, were you about to say you can't think of any older actors? Yeah, I guess, well, let's be honest. My point of reference, these people are pushing 90. You know, John Hamm. What about Tom, like Tom Cruise? No, no, no. Not, does not. It's a very amorphous definition. It's, more, it's, more, it's almost more a feeling than it is a fact this quality. Jack Nicholson, I think you'd have to put in that category, especially older Jack Nicholson. I don't necessarily think you look at Jack Nicholson and go, man, that is a one sexy man in the way you'd look at John Hamm and go, that's a handsome man. But See, I disagree. You disagree. Fair enough. Tell me why. Not, I wouldn't talk about everyone when they were young and good looking. No, I'm talking about older Jack Nicholson. Uh, well, I think older, you just, it's not fair. But no, older Jack Nicholson has gotten creepy. But John Hamm, if I think about Jack Nicholson in his 40s, even though John Hamm's, Hamm's in his 50s now, John Hamm doesn't have that edge of crazy that Jack Nicholson did, so I would have gone for Jack Nicholson. I would agree. I, I would agree with that. I think if you do a one-to-one comparison, age, uh, age-wise, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um, so, so we've established the elder statesman of BDE, right? Would you say that? Correct. And I don't um, think anyone under the age of 40 can touch Pete Davidson. He's the king, king, king. I think there's one person that I can think of that would give Pete Davidson a run for his money. And most people don't remember this guy. This is perhaps before the widespread utilization of social media. But I think you're going to agree with me, audience, when 
when you think about this one. You may not even recognize his name, but Adam Duritz from Counting Crows. A hundred percent, yeah. Before there was a Pete Davidson, there was Adam Duritz. My man was cleaning house. You had the most beautiful women in Hollywood lining up to date him for like over a period of about 10 years. Yeah, there was dreads. He looked angry. Yeah, and, and I don't think anyone would look at Adam Dorrance and go, yeah, my man's going to steal your girl. I, I hate to sound superficial <laughs> like this, but like that's kind of what makes it so interesting. Like you look at Pete Davidson and you go, Pete Davidson? that guy but Adam Duritz yeah I think if if those gentlemen are sort of the elder statesmen um, Adam Duritz would would definitely be a trailblazer um, certainly for Gen Xers so I, I went know. to I, Wikipedia because I wanted to look him up he is the son of Gilbert and Linda Duritz both physicians he has a younger sister he attended the University of California Berkeley but left college two credits can you imagine short of a degree yeah that that always surprised me like I think once you pass junior year you, you know unless you have a kid and you absolutely need to start working like I never quite understood that but I mean I suppose if the uh, fame and fortune were calling yeah I suppose he couldn't say no but this is what's interesting he has a dissociative mental health issue he disclosed his mental health issue publicly in 2008 in 2019 Dora to a drop anonymous dreadlock since counting crows was born Revealed that he has shaved his head. Yeah, I think he was one of those guys where if you had, if you had taken Lenny Kravitz and put him in the position of Adam Duritz, you, you would say to yourself, "Okay, I get it. That makes sense." But by him, go ahead. No, no, go on. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, like, if it, looking at a, a Lenny Kravitz, because I think they're contemporaries. You can understand Lenny Kravitz um, dating the women that Adam Duritz dated, but Adam Duritz by himself, you go, "Wow, this guy must have." something something really really impressive because my recollection of him was that you know it was one a-list uh hollywood beauty after another that he would be dating just like serially to the point where it seems like these women or it seemed like these women were just waiting for their turn to date adam duritz it was it was impressive it was impressive and it's the same thing that Pete p davidson's doing now and so in my own humble way this is why i think adam duritz might actually be the king of bde at least you know in the last 30 years i mean he dated jennifer addison he dated Courtney Cox. So he did he did grab in the very, very popular 90s girl, but it's interesting. He's never gotten married or had children. I, it, it would make perfect sense to me. I'm not sure that Pete Davidson necessarily will get married or have kids. I think that's part of the appeal is that these guys are just unattainable. You can't really get them to commit and settle down. And I think in a weird way for some women, that is a very attractive quality. It's hot till you're about 26 and then you kind of have to unplug. Exactly, exactly. Or you've had the baby and you have your millions and you're just going to party because that's the other side of it. I mean, we see that now with like someone like a Rihanna or um, what's the girl that Pete is currently dating? Oh, um, it's hard to keep up. Emily, I never say her last name right. R Rachkinkowski. Yes. She has her baby. She's probably worth a couple million. Um, so for her, and she's still young. So it's a different world where women are not, you know, it's not they're going to have a baby and then turn into spinsters. I think that expectation of women, those 
days are gone. They're going to live their life and enjoy their lives the way men have for forever. She's 31 years old. She's just newly divorced. And Pete's the type of, Pete is a good transitional boyfriend. Yes, Pete will make you feel good about yourself. Because, you know, it's funny. Um, of all the women that he has dated, I don't know that I've heard one negative thing said about him. Like, usually after these celebrity break breakups, you hear that there were instances of, like, infidelity or abuse or neglect. And to the best of my knowledge, it's like, you know, these women, they get their fill of Pete Davidson. Boom, boom. And... <laughs> <laughs> and well and they get they get they get their fill and they're good and they move on amicably and he gets to go do it for someone else almost like a love doctor. But that's why there's no bad feelings because they're not together long enough. They're they're they get out. But you know what? Let I me. Mean, there, there are other relationships that. I mean, look at um, Sandra Bullock. Look at her situation. Look how acrimoniously that relationship ended. No, I mean, I mean Pete Davidson hasn't dated anyone long enough to piss them off. But I don't think necessarily that's the case I'm going to push back on that I mean I'm going to use the Sandra Bullock example I mean Sandra Bullock dated the what's the big tattoo guy I don't think they were get together that long before there was a proposal and a marriage and then she realized even before they got married that he was serially cheating on her yeah, but I, I think, think the difference was he was married before Sandra Bullock and he had children what's so the difference she probably well she probably thought he was ready to commit but my point is what's to stop Pete Davidson from cheating especially with the reputation that he has as a, the king of BDE I don't think you know he gets mean? bored of them long. they're not together long enough for him to get bored of them does that make sense like I, I think so but I, I think there's so much temptation around the corner like literally like what's to stop him from like just going home with someone from one of his concerts from one of his like performances he likes and respects women and he's a mama's boy and I think that's it I, you hit the nail on the head in terms of where I'm going with this. I think there's a component like he's generally like a nice person and as much as you know nice guys are sometimes considered boring and dull I think that might be part of the secret of BDE and I think if you look at Adam Duritz from the 1990s and early 2000s and you look at Pete Davidson and I, if you look at the women they've dated and the lack of celebrity gossip or acrimony in the post-breakup, you got to say, I think these women actually like them. Even if they weren't necessarily the most compatible partners, and I don't think these men are, because I don't think they're necessarily the settling down type, but I think they actually have an aspect of their character that makes them likable. For a Not short just, time. For a short time. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, you, I, I think an aspect of this that makes it also attractive is that they're kind of man-children. You know, you can't really form a future with a man-child, but but in terms of just like, you know, whether it's that post breakup or you just want to try something radically different. If you're the type of woman who's dating of tired of dating like a John Hamm or Tom Cruise, Pete Davidson might be the thing you need in your life. But everything ends like after nine months and I don't the difference between a Pete Davidson BDE and a woman who has BDE is Pete Davidson has a biological clock that's but nothing on his time. He doesn't right. have to have children. He doesn't have to do anything for the next 30 years because he can do it forever. Women have the opportunity that opens and closes very quickly. And I think if you're a woman who just wants a, an escape, it's 
It's almost like the Stella Goddard Groove Back type of thing. I think that's where the BDE guys come in. You get them in your life, they make you feel good about yourself without feeling like you're used. And I think that's another aspect of it, you know? I don't think any of the women that Pete Davidson has dated would ever say that he used them. I think he comes into their lives, he's interesting and he's funny and he's passionate. I mean, that's one of the other things that they say about him. Like he really like goes in a hundred percent in these relationships, but he's immature. He's a boy, he's a man child. And so one day they wake up and they look at themselves and they go, what the hell am I doing? And then they just go, okay, I need something else. I need something a little bit more substantial. But for the time that he's in their lives, I get the impression that, you know, he goes in 100% on these women. And in yeah, some ways, like, he might wind up being actually the tragic figure in all of this. Oh, I don't think so. I I'm going to make the argument. I think he does... I don't think one of the key components of BDE is authenticity. And I think women all over the world, there is a gene that you guys have that you can smell the bullshit. And even if you end up falling for it, you can smell it. You just make up the, you just make up your mind like whatever, you know, he's hot, he's rich. Um, I'm going to put up with the bullshit. I think a guy like Pete is authentic. I think he's genuine. I think he's sweet. I think he's fucking crazy. But um, I think he's authentic in a way that makes him very, very attractive. Well, some of the men we're talking about, Pete Davidson, there's a darkness. Jack Nicholson, a darkness. John Malkovich, a darkness. So I think you kind of go in all, as a woman, you go in all in with these men. But after like nine to 10 months, you start to realize there's also something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, and also I think he triggers their maternal instinct, this need to nurture and care for because these men are all broken in in very specific way john malkovich is broken in a weird sort of intensely angry way pete davidson is broken in a intensely um sad way and I, I think there's something very endearing because they don't hide their vulnerabilities and john malkovich doesn't hide his anger Jack Nicholson doesn't hide his dark cynicism. Pete Davidson doesn't hide his his sadness and his vulnerability. He, that's one of the things that I think makes him attractive. He's he's very vulnerable about who he is. If you no, ever watch John his, Malkovich, sorry, go on. no, I was just gonna say if you ever watch Pete's comedy, and I, I can't say that I'm a big fan of his comedy, but like he and and I think comedians are just very famous for this. They just open up and they tell you everything, and and it's a great way to build rapport and build a connection with someone. And I think a lot of men do the opposite they put up walls they they create this false sense of bravado which is the opposite in terms of building intimacy and i think that's what he does he has this ability of building intimacy with these women and he's confident because i mean my man was shooting a shot like with all these like celebrity guests on saturday night live i don't know if you saw that in doing your research like these women were coming on and i think i remember hearing a story years ago i don't know if it was scarlett johansson or it was um what's the name of the the girl from boogie nights again heather the blonde, heather, heather graham Doug, yeah, yeah, and they all had a similar kind of uh, observation in that I think a lot of men just assume that because they're so attractive that they must have like a line of guys waiting to date them. And in reality, some of these women are like the loneliest people in the world because nobody talks to them. Nobody approaches them. And Pete just seems like the kind of guy that just walks up to any woman. It could be Grace Kelly herself. God bless her heart or God rest her soul. And he would come up to her and make her feel special and tell her a joke. And next thing she knows, you know, 
Grace Kelly is sneaking out of the palace to go see Pete. And I think that's part of it. He has and no I think fear. too, that a lot of the women that he's hooked up with came off of breakups and big breakups. And he kind of transitioned to the next phase of their life. Yes, he made them feel good. He made them feel safe when they were vulnerable. And it, it's a lot of guys can swoop in and shoplift the pootie. Um, it takes a it takes like a Pete Davidson type guy or an Adam Duritz that can swoop in and give them what they need and what they want. And when they wake up nine, ten months later and go, "Oh wait, what the hell am I doing?" They don't walk away feeling used or dirty because now, I mean, like, your if we want to go like just big, big old straight BDE, we could go to like a Tommy Lee. But Tommy Lee, I wouldn't put in that category. There, there's it takes someone like a Pete Davidson or an Adam. Duritz or John Malkovich to really, or Carrot Top, that's another one, believe it or not. Carrot Top was cleaning house. My man looks like Lionel from the Thundercats, but for whatever reason, he was, he was irresistible and still is, you know, all jacked up and bulked up, you know, roided out of his mind, you know, with his crazy looking eyebrows that, you know, looks like he's been Botoxed through his scalp. Now, in sorry. terms of, I'm sorry. No, you're about to say. How would Pauly Shore, would he be BDE? Yes, yes. I would have to put Pauly Paul, Shore. Yes, Pauly Shore would be in there. And you know what? You, you may agree or disagree with me. John Stewart, not BDE, even though he's got the same kind of charm, but Polly Shore is. And I, it's 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 like I said, it's still a it's still an amorphous term. It's still a difficult term to define. But what do you think about that? Including Polly Shore, including John Stewart. Well, the problem with John Stewart versus Polly Shore is Polly Shore has is a little mentally unstable. John Stewart is not. Mental. I think I think there's a mental health component to some men with BDE. Yes, I would agree. And I think John Hamm doesn't have that. John Hamm is kind of kind of white bread. Agree. He's not that. Like, Edgy. He might be angry. He did have a difficult childhood, but he doesn't have that edge of crazy that makes you have BDE. Yeah, I mean, Pete Davidson looks like he needs a sandwich and a hot bath, and someone <laughs> could tell him that. <laughs> that they love him. So, old school, I'm sticking with John Malkovich. Yeah, well, yes, I, I think John Malkovich is probably the king of, for his class, for that era, I would say the late 70s, 80s, maybe even to early 90s, John Malkovich was the king of that. Um, in the 1980s, uh, I'm sure there are better examples, but Pauly Shore um, will, will suffice for now. And in the 90s, 2000s, Adam Duritz, and I think the king, the reigning king of BDE is Pete Davidson. How about Gary Oldham? Interesting. Honorable mention? Yeah. No, he's got I, BDE. I, uh, got, I, I, I won't argue against it. I won't argue against it. I think you may have a good point there. At he the got very, in the Thurman. At the very least, honorable mention. But yes. Because he, he did have a severe drug habit back in the day. I mean, like most people just think of him as Commissioner Gordon from the Christopher Nolan Batman. But uh, yeah, uh, he was an angry, wild person. Here's someone um, that you may include for other reasons. And that is, oh my God, I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. The Irish actor um, the who did the Taken movies. Oh, Liam Neeson? Yes. He's too good looking. Okay, so there you go. So he's out. So the, the guys have to be a little bit weird, a little bit weird, unusual looking. I mean, like, you know, if we're going to do the 10 scale, I don't think they can be any better than like a six or seven. Um, and even that might be pushing it. Yeah, you can't be a pretty boy and be BDE. No, no. I, I think you belong in a separate category. How about Ethan Hawke? Interesting. I might include him with that. Although Ethan Hawke, the problem with Ethan Hawke is not, he's not lovable. Like, he's a dick. <laughs> 
you know, yeah, always you're ready to <laughs> Yeah, all, and I think that's another thing about the BDE guys is that like these women absolutely just like love them and they say nothing about them after these relationship. And uh, Ethan Hawk was a dick, so I would exclude him. I would say honorable mention Ethan Hawk, but no, he doesn't make the the top ten cut. Robin Williams. Hmm, uh, that's an interesting, interesting. If we're gonna include Robin Williams, we have to include Bill Maher. But Bill Maher is a dick, so no, he's out. I take it back. Robin Williams is lovable, and I think I he's think Robin dick. Williams had BDE. Yeah, yep. I think you've convinced me. I think you're right. I think he's a tortured soul. I don't really know anyone talk Robin Williams other than like he had a severe drug problem. But that's the same thing with Pete Davidson. So yes, Robin Williams makes the cut. Now, in terms of your son, Mrs. Sagittarius, happy early birthday. Thank you kindly. Does Sagittarius have BDE? Yes or no? I believe they do. How about my son, which is Capricorn? I don't know anyone that jumps out from your astrological symbol. Is there? Is there I just a famous in general? Is your famous Capricorn that we can go, my man? Capricorn, according to the article, runs you over with BDE. How dare you? <laughs> Are you? Oh, no, no, because he's a dick, too. I was going to say another person who's got but like, he's an, he's an asshole. So, like, like you need to be a generally nice person. I was, gonna, I was going to say um, Donald Trump, but no, nah, because he, you know, he, he, he was a salesman and he's just a general scumbag. So, I'm not going to include him. I'm looking up famous Capricorns to see if there is any Richard Nixon. Yeah, nah, because he's not likable. You really, you have to be like... Yeah, David, well, how about David Bowie? No, because David Bowie was sexy. He may not have been like a pretty boy, but David Bowie was sexy. There's not a lot of famous Capricorn men. So, who's your sponsor this week, Marie? This week, now that we're getting off of BTE, Eagles are doing great. Fly, Eagles fly on the road to victory. Please stop by the best pub in Delaware County. And as we've agreed, Nick, basically the tri-state area. It's the Springfield Absolutely. Alehouse Delco. The address is 773 West Sprawl Road, Springfield, PA. Phone number is 484-472-6742. Please follow them on Instagram and Facebook for daily and weekly specials. Amen. Thank you for joining us today on The White Bikini, and we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye. Peace out. Thank you.